This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Of course, our biggest story is Oklahoma-Texas as we prepare for the Red River rivalry. This is as big a game as it's been in a long time. So big, as a matter of fact, that the head football coach at OU, Brent Venables, cut down the number of people who could be interviewed this week, and he explains why. All right, Brent, tell us. This week is always my 13, 14 plus years experience is that we try to get somebody. That's how I see it, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, I still like y'all and respect y'all, but it's like, oh, let me see if we can get him to say something. And uh, so that's now we want to talk about this week's opponent, you know. So uh, we got four good ones to, to represent us, you know, the right way. He's talking about guys like, oh, say, Drake Stoops. Now at 738, we welcome to our hotline our Thursday Oklahoma insider, and that is Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman. So, Ryan, limited availabilities this week. Do you agree with Coach? Is this the week everybody's trying to get somebody? No, I don't think so. I just think that the uh, you know questions that, that you ask are, are about the opponent, which we do every week, although – uh, a little bit more this week, and those questions open you up to to some of those things. It's, I don't think it's that uh, anybody necessarily seeks out those things, although certainly it happens. Mm. But it's just sometimes that uh, players walk into that, and they certainly are, are coached a little bit. But uh, <laughs> this week decided to to make sure that they picked four guys who were going to follow that coaching. Uh, really well and, and not say anything it's a long way from the days where brian bosworth was talking about you know burn orange make them puke and all that stuff so, <laughs> those uh, were the days weren't they <laughs> yes yes they were the, the access was a little bit better uh back then but uh unfortunately i wasn't around the beat quite yet but uh it's uh you know it was a little bit surprising this week but uh, under I understand Brent Venable's reasoning. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Yeah, and it's Dylan Gabriel, Drake Stoops, uh, McCade Medauer, and Woody Washington. Now, Dylan is a quiet guy anyway. Drake is a smart kid. He's obviously the son of a tremendous coach. I, you know, I've only been around Woody the one time when I interviewed him at Big Twelve Media Day. I don't know McCade at all. Of those four guys, is there one most likely to to give you a good quote? Oh, I mean, McCabe Tower is a, a pretty good quote, generally. Um, a really a thoughtful guy, and I, I might could see him, uh, you know, popping up and saying something, but uh, probably any of the others aren't going to uh, do any of that. No, no. Uh, you know, so it was, it was a, a pretty – uh, it, it understandable group, I guess you could say. There you go. Uh, you know, and, and this week it's a focus. Now, coaches will say, and I want to see if you agree with this, and you're welcome to play along at home at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. Coaches will tell you it's one game at a time. This week is no different than any other week. It's just a game. We all know that's not true because we know all know it's OU Texas. And to be clear, Brent Venables hasn't said that this week, but we do know that's the way coaches approach games. However, if you approach a game that way and then you make rule changes like this, you're telling your team, subliminally or not, this is different. Do you feel any difference this week in Norman? Yeah, I think there's no doubt that there is. And to, to act like there isn't 
is, uh, you know, sort of ridiculous. And, and like you said, Brent Venables hasn't necessarily said that there isn't. Uh, but he does say the same, you know, one game at a time, one to know each week, one to know each day type of messaging that he's had all year. But he does acknowledge the difference. And, uh, you know, the, the players sort of acted like it was, it was no big deal or, or not any different. But uh, the reality is it is. And, and this is a different environment on Saturday. Uh, it, it's different because of what happened last year in this game and just the, uh, you know, emotional baggage of everything. It's different because uh, this year Dylan Gabriel's playing in the game and he wasn't last year and that played such a big part about it. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, there's no way to do, to deny that uh, Saturday's game means more than any other game that they played this year or will play this year. Um, you know, with the, I would not even say the exception of Bedlam, but obviously Bedlam is the other one that's right mm-hmm. up there. But, yeah. uh, you know, saying that it's, this is, uh, just another game is just ridiculous on its face. Yeah. Ryan neighbor with us, our OU insider with the daily Oklahoman. Uh, it is seven forty-two here on the blitz 1170 that game, I think Bedlam. And, and if you make a big 12 championship game, certainly those are the differences. Scott. We brought up the question earlier today. When was the last time you think that a lot, so much was riding on this game coming into it? I said 2011. Yeah, that's one that you look at is, you know, based on where those teams were coming in that year and, uh, you know, how how big of a game this is this year. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've had both teams have, uh, uh, you know, so much on the line in this one and you know every year it's a, a massive thing obviously but this is a little bit different because the winner uh, is, is right there in the college football playoff conversation not that texas is uh, right now based on what they've done with the win over alabama but you know this is the last ranked team on either of these teams schedules so the winner should be set up for a, for a trip to arlington Maybe they'll have to play the loser of this game again, mm-hmm. which would uh, be another massive one. But if you uh, uh, you know get to Arlington undefeated, you're certainly going to be in the top four of the uh, CFP discussion. And uh, uh, you know I think I think certainly that that team's going to be favored. So it'll be uh, be a big one down there, and uh, you know there's going to be a lot of eyes nationally. Maybe the ones that aren't normally always on this game will be uh, tuning in on Saturday as well. Yep, uh, the Texas is back thing, and the Oklahoma is better, and both teams leaving for the SEC, and both teams leaving the Big Twelve. There's a thousand storylines on this one. Let's break down the actual game itself. Texas has the tougher schedule to this point, but when you look at things like points per game, defensive points surrendered, and all that, the numbers are close. Oklahoma leads, but again, Texas has played the tougher schedule. To me, I'll even start. Oklahoma's ability to run it or not run it, I think, will be a key because even though Dylan Gabriel's getting the ball out quickly, for Texas, if they don't have to worry about a run, they're just going to sell out, arms in the air, that kind of thing. I think it'll make it harder. So to me, I think they have to – they don't have to win the game with their run game. They have to be effective enough with their run game. A play fake matters. And to me, that's going to be where a lot of this one lies. And then certainly that improved Oklahoma defense. What do you think? 
Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. They've got to be able to run the football, and that's sort of what I wrote about in today's Oklahoma, uh, especially centering around Marcus Major, who's sort of emerged as their number one guy over the last couple of weeks. But, you know, when Brent Venables was talking about this game, basically said that they running the football and, and the turnover battle are the two key uh, points when you're talking about winning this football game and, and winning football games in general. And you would think that maybe the turnover battle would be the more key point of that uh, in, in determining wins or losses. But went back and looked over this game over the last, uh, uh, I guess, 23 years since uh, 2000. And uh, the, the team that has more rushing yards in this game is 20-2 and two, uh, over that span. Uh, the one year they were tied in, in rushing yards, uh, but uh, the turnover battle is 15 to five. So the running game has been really one of the uh, determining numbers in, in figuring out who's going to win the game. And OU has struggled to this point, hasn't found much consistency there. Although Marcus Majors had some really big runs over the last couple of weeks, they've have to be effective up there. That line has to open holes for them and, and Marcus Major and the rest of them have to be able to take advantage of it. Then on the other side, uh, you know, Texas run defense has been really, really good this year, uh, only allowing over 200 yards once and, uh, you know, really locking down. So they've got to find some ways to be successful that uh, other teams have not to this point. Scott Vial. Uh Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark has said that he's not going to go to the game do you think he'll show up? And if he doesn't, do you think that's a bad look for the conference? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like he's going to show up. And I, I don't I don't necessarily blame him. It's, it's not a game that, uh, you know, OU Texas aren't going to be in the league next year. So, uh, you know, if they wind up meeting in Arlington and he doesn't show up to the Big 12 championship game, that's a problem, I think. But uh if he's not coming to this game, I, I think it's just sort of expected. Uh, now, Greg Sankey is apparently going to be there, so that'll be uh, be interesting to have the SEC commissioner on hand to see what will be one of the biggest games in the SEC next year. So um, it certainly would have been interesting having both of them at the same game, uh, but uh, but I understand the choices that were made. I want him to show. I want your mark just to show. I, do too. I just, I just for the fun of it, wander through the press box, knock on Sankey's door. I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, your mark, your mark has been so unpredictable, so out front. So, hey, I'm going to do whatever in the hell I want to do. That it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think he will. But I, I mean, I just like to see him walk in munching a corn dog. I mean, I really would. I just think that would be that'd be a lot of fun. All right, so Ryan, let's break it down to what's really important here, and that is some score thoughts on this game, and then let us know what you're working on for the Oklahoman. Yeah, uh, score thoughts. I've thought a lot about this. I've actually got to send in my official pick for the paper here. Uh, in, in just a few minutes, so I'll uh, go ahead and throw that out. I think Texas wins this game. I think because of the fact that they've been through the fire this year, they've beaten Alabama, uh, the, the run uh, defense that we talked about, and, and a couple other things. I think this game's a, a close one that goes down to the wire, but I, I think uh, Texas wins. I'm going to go 24-21 uh, to 21, uh, Longhorns over the Sooners this weekend, and uh, – 
working on for the Oklahoman. Actually, uh, my my beat partner, Justin Martinez, is doing a story on Brennan Thompson and uh, his being on the other side of the rivalry this year after being on the uh, the right side of, or the winning <laughs> side of it. Uh, excuse me. Can't make that mistake. The winning side of it last year at 49 to nothing and just his, uh, his path to get uh, where he is right now. All right. Those are our thoughts from Ryan Aber. We'll get that from the Oklahoman, and we'll see how this thing goes. going to be a lot of fun. You're going to hit uh, the West End on Friday night? Probably won't be down there, especially with OSU having a football game. I think uh, a few of us are going to get together and, and watch that, and some of us will have to, uh, not me luckily, but some of the other uh, folks will have to do a little bit of work associated with that game <laughs> and uh, just enjoy it and rest up for that uh early wake-up call on on saturday to head over to the cotton ball there you go all right ryan enjoy yourself down there be safe be safe travel safe there's gonna be uh, half of oklahoma is gonna be down there it is 750 on the blitz 1170 i'm rick Corey. he's scott file that's ryan aber with the oklahoma and he is our ou insider thank you for listening to this exclusive blitz 1170 podcast from bravado wireless